0: The only way you can take WGR Sports Radio 550 with you is the free Odyssey app. Download it today and listen to us anytime, anywhere. Brought to you by Value Home Centers for the do-it-yourselfer in you.
1: Corey, are you big coffee, guy? Yes. Yes. Uh, real
3: sicko, uh, old man vibes, black coffee only, no sugar, no creamer.
1: It's a- answered so many of my questions. Um,
3: like, <laughs> buddy, let me tell you, I'm an open book. Uh, If I'm, uh, you you catch me crunking, you will see me having a lunch of vanilla cookies, vanilla sandwich cookies, and oh, yeah. black coffee. Like, I am a retired steel worker, baby. Oh my god. Yeah, like...
1: How did that even happen? I spent a lot of time with my grandfather as a little Apparently, kid. Apparently, yeah. He loves off. Man. Yeah, it's disgusting. Don't do oh, it. Man. Oh, Oh. I was gonna say like black coffee, just I can't do it. And then you're like, no, 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 I no, no. You don't understand. Got to throw some vanilla cookies on that, son. Welcome Welcome back, only Sports the fr- <laughs> only with the ones from the bulk oh, section. No, of course, of course. Yeah, that's right. Welcome back, to Sports Talk Saturday. Nate Geary has the day off. Zach Jones along with you, along with Corey Griswold. The reason I'm asking is like I'm much more of an energy drink guy. Okay, it's it's a habit I picked up really in college because you can't do cocaine. Exactly, exactly. Okay. It's illegal. That's it's right. It's really frowned upon. And so I got and you don't play in the drinks. NHL. No. Well, they, and that, you're just like drinking Pepsi instead of water, and you're just like just vibing, <laughs> right? But so oh, the league doesn't have a drug problem. Somebody's drinking straight Pepsi out of a water bottle during the middle of the game. Yeah, sure, they don't have drug problems. Alexander Ovechkin, was <laughs> gonna play till he's 55. <laughs> My God, no reason why. But the reason I ask is like I got coffee this morning. I'm not a big coffee guy. I mean, mm-hmm. I got breakfast too, but sure. like I'm sitting there in line. I'm like, all right, what am I gonna get? You know, do I get like you know coffee with like two sugar, two cream? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm gonna get a French vanilla cappuccino. Like, now we're I talk, am, buddy. I am that person though. Now we're talking. I went on a date recently also to a coffee shop and like you know whatever it was a morning date and I was like this is a terrible decision. <laughs> like I, this is an awful decision. And even there I was like I'm not going to get like random coffee like give me like something special. Like I have now realized like I drink energy drinks to stay awake. I drink coffee for the warm taste. You're doing it wrong. Like I'm absolutely doing it wrong. Now listen, I admit it tastes terrible. The, the 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 coffee here at
3: the station like from the the oh, kind yeah, they get.
1: Yeah. No.
3: Like, I I will bring my own grounds and put it here through the system just to make my own. Because I will,
1: I have standards. I'm drinking like coffee, like it's like, no, this is like a little treat for me, like it tastes good. Like anyone that drinks like coffee, like I need my energy. And I'm like, I don't, it's I know I don't hate it. I'm it, not disrespecting it. I'm just like, I don't get that. It's okay to disrespect. I found it's real easy to get bad coffee. It's incredibly easy to get bad coffee.
3: Either it's, it's it either tastes like water or it tastes like a stout. And you can, it, like, there, oh, yeah, there's yeah. a very narrow band in the middle where you get it right. And a lot of people absolutely get it wrong. Like, with hot sauce. People think, like, well, if I just eat mostly hot sauce, it means it has flavor, right? That's not true. Actually, what you're doing is making your tongue numb. So, oh, well, yeah. So, like, every, like, everything's chemistry. It's got to be right for it to hit the right way. And coffee can be screwed up a lot, even at home. Like, if you just put the wrong amount of the grounds into the machine, like, that coffee is not going to be any good. I don't, I just, I, I can't. I
1: can't do it. I cannot do it. I'm not. I'm also somebody that, like, so I, like... Are you facing peer pressure? Like, is somebody making you do this? No, no. It's like it's just like a thought I had. Like, my brother and my mom, big coffee drinkers. Yeah. Big coffee drinkers. But you love sugary drinks. I like the sugary drinks, yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm a big lemonade guy. Like, if I go out to a restaurant and I don't get a beer or, like, a cocktail, lemonade. Do you have... 100% all the time.
3: Did you have a hyper childhood? No.
1: I was a very calm
3: and relaxed child. Really? Oh Yeah. Okay. Very chill. I... Man. I used to really get nasty on sugary drinks as a kid. Did you? Yeah, I loved it. Like, um and I'm old enough to where it was routine that you could get soda in glass bottles. Oh best. Absolutely. Very different than cans, very different mm-hmm. than anything else. G- going way back, like you could get like from the grocery store just the, the every you start to very young associate colors with flavor. Oh yeah, yeah. And part of that is just how it's marketed to people. Red w- is cinnamon every time. That's right. And for me, like it's cherry. Because that's the that was the color of the label for the generic soda you would get at the grocery store mm-hmm. when I was eight, and there's lemon lime is green and grape is purple and it's just not because grapes are purple grapes are numerous colors but that's just because some dude in a suit in New like, York no, no no no
1: grape is purple now yeah
3: grapes purple now and so like my blue t- raspberry is a flavor that's right like blue's blue is ra- blue's raspberry and it's not but like to me it is like when you yeah. see a color it's like oh I know I, have, I know all that color taste. yep.
1: Even but it's if just, it's poison. I don't know. I've, I've been thinking about it, Cause I, especially, too, because, like, I'm now no longer doing the Bills games, which for a lot of the season, because the Bills are good, it was late nights. And, like, we have a coffee machine out there. I could get coffee when I come in. and I'm like, no, no, I'll get an energy drink. And it's I think for coffee, for me, it's like it doesn't really do anything energy-wise. Listen. I It's very much I like the taste very specifically, though. I have to, like, a French vanilla cappuccino or, like. No, it's, it's typically vanilla. Yeah, uh, that's I was, me. I was going to because I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I, I've been to a Starbucks recently, and like my one friend was like, you got to get crazy with it. I'm like, why in God's name would I do that?
3: <laughs> that's my treat of choice is the vanilla, French vanilla Yeah, cappuccino.
1: it's wonderful. Yeah. But like that too. Like, Delightful. I, I, I'm just, I'm so, I, I you know what? I'm gobstruck by coffee. I don't, and, and, and like when people are like, I have to like do this like very specific, fun coffee, and I'm like, why? No. I want to, like. <sighs> like, what are we doing here? Save it for cocktails or milkshakes. Save it for cocktails. Like cocktails, yeah. I like to experiment on. I got mm-hmm. into it during the, the pandemic. It's just something fun to do. You know, uh, real coffee? Talk, not not a chance. Not a chance in hell.
3: It is incredibly hard to make a good cinnamon roll. Yes. So like, I judge bakeries based on like, can you make this one thing correctly every time? Getting that Paul Hollywood vibe a little bit. Like, oh yeah. Can you make this one thing and can you make it well? And if you mm-hmm. do, it'll tell me about everything else. If you say we make coffee, I want to just what is your default coffee? And if it's good then okay, you done it. But if you can't make just a standard-issue medium roast black coffee and you can't do it well, why am I going to trust any of these other wild flavors that you're doing? You're way too much time yes. on the other stuff.
1: You're doing way too much on the other stuff. Just give me the standard, and if the standard's good, I will trust you the rest of the Yeah, way. but it's not hard. It doesn't have to be hard. Do the simple things well. Mm-hmm. Now all right. Now I'm feeling a lot better. So I put it on Twitter. As a coffee drinker, are you looking for taste or performance? <laughs> <laughs> so are, I am never looking for
3: performance out of coffee. This like, is big. This no. This is huge. Then, yeah, All right. Good. I'm not. I, tr- really I am not now. drinking this coffee because I, it's like, oh man, I really need an. Extra- I feel no. so good. Now. I I take legal methamphetamines for that. I, <laughs> what I am looking for out of my coffee is just something that hits that flavor spot and temperature profile at the certain time of the day, and I, but I will drink
1: black coffee at night. That's. Psychopathic apps, one hundred percent. Don't mess with me, son. Like, let me tell you something. I cannot imagine you at like ten at night. You're watching like a crazy history documentary, and you're like, you know what I can go for? A cup of Joe. That's
3: right. I got the death sentence in Twelve Systems, pal, and I get crushed Oh my lord! At night. Black, oh my lord! Seven o'clock at night. I'm watching a tough Sabres game. Maybe put some coffee. Put some coffee on it. We're, oh. we're
1: working hard. We're burning the oil. Let's go. So far, just what I've seen, real quick. I have two people saying performance. Nate is saying Nate Geary is saying taste. My brother's got taste. He says you drink five hour energy for results. Oh, Nate's got the day off and he's still chiming in. He says taste for sure. We've got taste. Taste always.
3: Yeah, I'm the dude who oh. would have been in the old photos at Mission yes. Control. Absolutely would have had a, a huge cup of coffee and a cigarette in the other hand while watching like the Apollo 11 landing or something like that. Hundred <laughs> percent.
1: You're just like, my body is not a temple. No. You're like, you're like no. The, opposite, the exact no. opposite of that saying. you like, my body is a hell's game. Absolutely not. That, oh, man. That,
3: not with what I've been through. Oh, just,
1: absolutely. I, I meant to like, talk about the Sabres in the segment, but like I just had this thought where I'm like, I'm drinking this French vanilla coffee. I'm having a grand old time with it. And I know there are so many people else out there that are like, if I do not have my coffee, even on a Saturday morning, someone will get Now thawed. I cannot have iced coffee. Like, You're not a big ice coffee. No, guy. it's
3: because okay. if it, I, cold coffee, absolutely not. It's the temperature profile is essential for me okay. to enjoy the coffee. I'm See,
1: thinking. this is where I get I get into it with some of my friends. And I hate tea. I will not I drink tea. Just got into tea <sighs> very recently, and it was because I was sick. I had a sore throat, and like my whole family was like, "No, just like," and I, I hated tea. I thought the English were weird. And still correct. It's still correct, but I was just like, that. you have a whole time based on a crappy drink? I have so many questions. Right. So many, and none of them are good. And, I mean, we've made beer o'clock. We have happy hours. Yeah, come on. But that's fun. Of course, it says it's right in the title. That's fun. And the English, they're just upset they didn't get there first. Right. We all know that. But so... I got into tea because, like, uh, you know, to help out a sore throat and stuff like that. It it works perfect. But I'm not going to sit down and, like, have, like, a cup of tea. Mm -hmm. But, like, coffee, like, to me has kind of become, like, the adult hot chocolate. Like, when you were a kid in the winter, have a nice cup of hot chocolate. Oh, the day day just took a huge step up. It's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. For me, I'm like, no, no, no. I'll I'll go to, like, one of the local establishments, get a triple-triple, maybe a French vanilla just took a huge boost. That's right, treat boy. I feel good. That's right. But if I go out to like you know a local gas station and I get you know any of the seven thousand different cans of of you know energy drink, gonna be a long day. Yeah, I Let's will, get after it. I
3: will absolutely just get. I, I'm I'm big on diners too, and coffee's a mainstay of that. So like I will just get like
1: diner coffee always hits. Yes, always, always, always
3: hits, always. It's, it's, those. I'm a man of simple pleasures.
1: Absolutely. You're, you're like, you know, cigarette, black coffee. That's right. And you put out the cigarette by tossing in the coffee. Oh. That's how you signal, we're done. That's,
3: that's right. Check's ready. The
1: beating is over.
3: We're ready to go. Mm-hmm. It's those little culture. You got to know the culture.
1: At a oh, Diner yeah. culture. Yeah. I've watched Mad Men. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> but it's just, oh, man. like I, There's something about, like, coffee is just such an interesting thing. I don't know. Like, because it, I think culturally as well, it is just like, you need to drink it. if It's like-
3: got a massively unique history from where it, it came from, right? It, it, does. It, it Like they have not. They they think they know where it started. It started in Yemen, we think, due to the archaeology, a couple of thousand years ago. Oh, that would
1: make sense. That and makes was, sense. In it, that area, yep. and
3: it was a big deal. And because it's right along the Indian Ocean, it, it got traded all along Africa, India, Asia. Made its roots down there. When Europeans got there, they were like, "This thing's pretty cool. What is this thing?" And they were able to bring it back. And there, and but the way people drank it and the way people filtered it, and the way people made it. You, you used to have the coffee grounds right in it. Yeah. yeah. Like, the the ability to filter drinks. The ability to filter beer. Beer was one of the first drinks people ever made. Which is still crazy to me. Because it's just fermented... It's, it's fermented Still crazy wheat, to me. But nobody would recognize it, except for getting crunk. And, like, after... Everybody drank it, old people, young people, kids, everybody got the beer at the end of the day. It was part of your rations in these even the earliest human cities like in Mesopotamia, mm-hmm. fertile crescent. People got paid in beer. Because they it's, crazy. Oh, it's hard work. Everybody yeah. was a farmer, there was no machines. Every, every,
1: like that's true. Everyone was a farmer and you worked Twenty-three hours. Yeah, a day. you
3: work up to sundown. Some some dude in the big hat is the only guy who gets to call the shots. Is being mean to you? Like everybody. Always a big hat.
1: Yeah, always a big hat. Everybody
3: just you know, that's how you. That's how everybody wound down was the beer,
1: and it got it got nasty if it ran out. I fu- I, I na- have now found your burner account. It's the again performance or taste conversation. He goes performance coffee all tastes fairly similar. Anyway, coffee snobs are all liars. Give me bottom of the pot black coffee grounds. Oh, disgusting.
4: I I have. Listen, I have standards. Biggest
1: smile on your face.
3: I I have standards. I absolutely have standards. I will not. I don't want a stout. I don't want a hot stout. Bulldog and Chop have the open about hot sushi. Hot stouts are the same neighborhood. (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) Give me. me, You know what? Can I get motor oil? But can I get it at hundred and ninety-eight degrees Fahrenheit?
1: And that's where it gets me right there. Gasoline. Oh. So interesting. So interesting. All the you know, all this because I just decided to get one today. Just had a coffee for yeah. the first time. Oh well, I thought about it. You know, I was like, I was like, do I get an energy drink or, do you like, like it? Did you like it? I love it. See yeah. welcome aboard. Love it. I, I, it's the thing though. Like I'm a weekend coffee drinker. Mm-hmm. I'll get up on like a Saturday morning, turn on like Sports Center, College Game Day. I'm a big college basketball guy. Sure. So like, you know, like now now at times we got that on. I'll just get up, you know, brew a cup, hang out. I like the fancy creamers too. Ooh. I'm a snob, I guess. I'm a a, I'm a coffee snob. You, I guess. No,
3: you what you like is um like going into a Sunday shop, basically. You're, yeah. You love yeah. going up to the counter
1: looking at all the flavors of the ice cream there. Yeah. And I'm gonna get the same one every time. Yep. It's 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 a beautiful cycle of like, let's see what I want. I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the you know, sampler <sighs> like in an ice cream shop and I'm like, I should be vanilla.
3: Let me tell you something, man. A cup of black coffee and like a
1: dessert, that hits every time. A slice of cake, some ice cream. Now we're talking. My uncle's coming up. I think in like two weeks, and he's a big black coffee drinker. I got to talk to him about that. Now this is like this is bringing everything back because I know he's a black coffee drinker, mm-hmm. and I got I got to talk to him about it, just to see where his mindset's at. Because I think every black coffee drinker's the same, absolutely dead, inside. the exact same person, Aps, absolutely dead inside. It's well, maybe for different reasons, but they're all the same person. I think that's right. You, you think that's right?
3: I would sign up. I would agree. If that was on a poll, like uh, coffee drinkers dead inside. Normal person, like dead inside. Dead inside. Right
1: Every single time. You
3: know what? i put it on the
1: station account. It's going up. There we go. Cause you're, like you cannot tell me like all of them have not had like the same dreams and aspirations that just went right down the hill and they're like, you know what? I this is where we're at. It's an interesting time we live in. With that being said, might have to have a black cup of coffee for you tonight, Gory. I mean, like it might have to happen. The Sabres play tonight at nine o'clock. They finish out a western road trip, not the West Coast, a Western road trip. They take on the Minnesota Wild tonight and they've won five in a row. They have been an absolute. I mean, in Sabers rock, Sabers wagon, rock. they're a blast to watch. They're so so much fun, and it seems like every player on the team has taken just a huge step forward in just ways that I don't want to say necessarily is is surprising or stunning, but it's surprising and stunning. They got
3: four dudes who are a point a game.
1: Yeah. It's, Rasmus and so Tate Thompson, league, Alex Duck and Jeff Skinner. The
3: whole league is scoring a ton of goals.
1: Well, yeah, like that's the thing too. Like the league is actually finding out that why we all watch. It's but not fighting; it's to see scoring goals. It,
3: it, the Sabers are also like leading it, it's it's one thing for the Sabers to be a part of the the, the inflationary they rate of the, the hockey last. universe, but they are like on the crest of the inflation of the NHL in terms of offense. They're not just lagging or far behind or just like, hey, we're scoring more goals, but that's because everybody is. No, the Sabers
1: are. Pushing Mm -hmm. the inflation, Mm -hmm. and that's cool. It's so much fun. And then you see like guys like I, you know, I I looked at the stats real quick this morning just to kind of like have them like there. But you have guys like Tage Thompson who has he broke up like like last year, like he popped off. He's already tied his point total from last year. Yeah, thirty fewer games at sixty eight in thirty fewer games. He already has more assists than he had last year, and he's four goals away from breaking that last year.
3: We love our tall boys. We love our big hockey players. Our large adult sons.
1: And I, and I feel bad. Like I, I'm not. I don't really want to spend a ton of time on Tage Thompson because it feels like he's the one that gets like all of the praise, and he and he should, and he should. Like I don't want to say that, but like you have guys like Rasmus Dahlin who has like completely broken out. Victor Olofsson. Olofsson has the grossest stat line in the world, and I hope it continues. <laughs> Twenty three goals, six assists. My just closer. Absolutely. talking to coffee. Like my man just absolutely closes the shop every. Yes. Night. Every time. Every time. I went with. Our, uh, you know, our one of our coworkers, Derek Kramer, we went to the Anaheim game, mm-hmm. and you know, we're sitting there pregame, we're joking around, having a good time, and Victor Olvin's stats comes up. At that point, he was like nineteen and six, and we both went. There is not a single player like him in the NHL. That's like, so cool, so one dimensional. that he's right. like, All I do is put pucks in nets. That's so That's awesome. all I do, baby. And like uh, Jost, who they went and picked up, works great on that line. By the way, we have two players on this team: Tyson Jost, Owen Power, fifteen-year veterans. Neither of them are twenty-five. It freaks me out. <laughs> Owen Powers, 20 years old, 15-year veteran. You cannot tell me otherwise. Tyson Jost, 24, 15-year veteran. He has made Victor Olofsson and Casey Middlestat better players. Yes. Just by being on their line. Found the chemistry, made it work. He attacks the net, he, he, he parks the bus there, and just gets every little bit out it of it. doesn't it's wonderful. feel
3: like they mess around with the lines a lot. Uh, they don't.
1: Well, and, and to be fair, and, and, and while well, I want to give credit to Granato, exactly, and that's the thing. I, I want to give you know credit to Granado on that sense, but also they haven't dealt with a ton of injuries this year. They've been really, really healthy. Da- Granado trusts his players. Incredibly so. Like, there's a huge amount of respect coming from the Sabres bench
3: towards the guys on the team and what they do. And you can see them just absolutely thrive in that environment. Where yeah. the coaching staff clearly looks at them and it's like, we're going to do everything we can to make you feel good about yourself as a hockey player. Go do it. And the level of trust it took to put Tage Thompson where they put him and having a blossom, which is the standard story. But also, everybody else on the team yeah. is, gets that in their own way. And Darlene coming through. And being like maybe one of the best defensemen
1: in the league, I just I I cannot believe he's not going to be an all star. The way he is playing, I cannot believe. It's so cool that he is he, like, think about it. And not that long ago, we were all having discussions of man, I guess Dalene like it wasn't he was a bad player. It was just all right. I guess we're never going to get to Dalene. Like he's <laughs> never going to be the number one overall pick, right? In the he's second half of last year he's, he's and all of this absolutely year. Absolutely the number one. He pick. has been unbelievable. He is right up there oh, in skill wise yeah. with guys like Kale McCarr so cool. and Adam Fox. They're so cool. As just some of the best defensemen in hockey. If <laughs> Eric Carlson hadn't transformed into like Ottawa Senators, Eric, Car- Eric Carlson, he would be the runaway favorite for the Norris. Yeah. The runaway favorite. And
3: you know what? Like um, Alex Tuck, being everything and, and delivering everything and being the guy who's like, I really want to be here. I really want to be good. This is important to me. And being. Awesome. Already topped his career high in yeah. goals in a season. Like taking
1: advantage of the opportunity the Sabres are giving and just going. Just with it. unbelievable. We're going to take a quick timeout and we come back. We're going to keep going with the Sabres. They are in the middle of a playoff race with a number of Eastern Conference teams, including last year's President's Trophy winner in the Florida Panthers. And of course, again, they do play tonight at nine o'clock. we will start right here on WGR at eight. We're going to take a quick timeout. You're listening to Sports Talk Saturday. Nate Geary has a day off. I'm Zach Jones, along with Corey Griswold, and this is WGR.
0: Odyssey is your home for all the audio that matters to you. Download the free Odyssey app today to listen to WGR Sports Radio 550. Brought to you by Value Home Centers. For the do-it-yourselfer in you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours Get your hands on a Sal Capaccio song t-shirt at WGR550shop.com.
1: Always good to have Fleetwood Mac. No time of the day is Fleetwood Mac a bad time. That's correct. Mm. Welcome back to Sports Talk Saturday here on WGR. Nate Geary has the day off. You're hanging out with Zach Jones and Corey Griswold. Still taking your calls at 803-0550 if you want to talk about the Bills, what could come next for them this offseason, the draft free agency, who could potentially be on their way out. But where we are heading now, and if you want to join the conversation again, 803-0550 is the number, the Buffalo Sabres. This is the first time in the entire run of the Bills playoff run that the Bills lose out in the playoffs, and it's not a hellscape of no sports to watch. That's right. Or at least Mm -hmm. bad sports to watch. The Buffalo Sabres are a freaking wagon. They are so, so much fun to watch. I had to find a channel again. I had like, to find the channel again. Seriously, I'd be like, wait, what? Where's the thing? Oh, it's over here. Okay. They are a blast. And now like I've gotten to a point, I know a lot of people too have, have been mentioning this on Twitter that, you know, now we're 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 like standings watching, mm-hmm. which is a blast. I'm like at the point now, like later tonight, of course, we brought up the Sabres play tonight at nine, Pre-game will start at eight right here on WGR, but the Penguins play at seven. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be watching that game. Like, without a doubt, going to be watching that game. I don't need to watch it, but I am going to know about it. Oh, I, like that, well, and that's the thing, too. If you're not watching it, you are going to, like, get a free moment, check your phone. That's right. Like, what's the score? Okay. And they're playing San Jose. San Jose's awful. It's Errol Carlson and Timo Meyer just kind of doing things. But they're not good. But you're like, I'm going to check on that, like, see what's going on. Because tonight, if the Sabres win, they beat Minnesota, regulation, overtime, shootout, doesn't matter... And if Pittsburgh loses to San Jose in regulation, the Sabres will find themselves in a playoff spot. This is a moment
3: where we find out a little bit about Kevin Adams and yes. what they want
1: to do because they're in a position where a lot of people are going to think they're going to be buyers. But they're in a position that they're going to be buyers. I also would say though too, they're in a position they didn't really plan on being in this year. I right. don't think. Exactly. I don't think.
3: So this is a target of opportunity.
1: Is mm-hmm. this something that Adams is going to want
3: to like? Okay, let's accelerate we can, we have mm-hmm. we know we have youth we have draft capital we have players on the way still coming a little bit you have so many prospects in the wings and we like it's crowded so do we want to turn this into something where we can maybe move multiple assets and get one really good one back change the nature of the team do we want to stick with what we got and r- let it ride how do we want to handle this how will the room handle it like there's a lot here where we will really see kevin adams interpretation
1: of what he should do with the team he's got. I am so excited because, number one, I really love what Adams is doing. I haven't really been shy about it. I think the moment the Sabres really started – and, of course, they had to hire the right guys, don't get me wrong – but the moment upstairs and management decided we're not going to go for these big boy moves like trading for Evander Kane in the middle of the season for next year. We're not going to go out and sign Ryan O'Reilly along with drafting Jack Eichel and build this you know very top-heavy team. We are going to go – and draft and develop through our own pipeline, and that's going to be the core of the team. It's
3: looking like they're not going
1: to have that high-level first-round pick anymore, which they've been relying on the past couple of years to build that stock. They're going to be good. They're going to be a mid-round pick. They're going to be good, but they've loaded up so much on first-round picks and young talent and just developing that Mm -hmm. and bringing that forward. They're doing what Tampa has done, what Colorado has done, which is just (sighs) bring everyone forward. So what do they need? And, and that's kind of the thing is like, it, it, and you kind of brought it up, like, are they going to accelerate it? Yeah. Because ultimately, like, you look at a player like Jack Quinn. Jack Quinn's a ton of fun, had a great AHL season, it, you know, one of the best we've seen in recent memories mm-hmm. last year. And he's had up and downs this year. But ultimately, that second line yeah. with Dylan Cousins and J.J. Paterka has had moments. And he's just very young. Brilliant. Yes. I think he's 20 or 21. Yeah. So he's incredibly young. Cousins is only 21. Paterka, 20. I mean, like, they're young. But do you trade a piece like, and I'm not saying trade Jack Quinn, but you know, just hear me out here. Do you trade a piece like Jack Quinn for a guy like Timo Meyer? Yeah, sure. Who ultimately is a winger, who is mm-hmm. going to be a 35-40 goal scorer this year. I mean, he's got 28 now. Pa- I mean, past events don't predict future
3: results, but like I now believe they can draft good talent and scoring talent
1: Yeah, if needed. I think, so- I think their best potential player, at least on the offensive side of the, of, of the puck, not even up yet. He's still, he's still in the juniors. Yeah. That's Math Savoy. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, like their best potential player uh, what, isn't even there yet. What's the what's the kid's name who just had a great world championship? Yuri Kulich for yeah, Chechia. That I want that dude on my team. I'm not giving him up. No, no, that's the thing. He he's in Rochester now as well. That's he's right. He's having a very good year in Rochester. Had a great world juniors with Chechia, Which, by the way, we'll talk about that because we're both history junkies. When did the Czech Republic become Chechia? we will put you know a pin in that I just want to know when that happened whenever they decided to call themselves that I just I I was watching the World Juniors and a few of them said it and I'm like I th- I feel like they're wrong <laughs> like I feel like they're wrong because it
3: sounds like Chechnya, which is a part
1: of which is got I, a complicated in Russia and, and Georgia were, yeah and I looked it up and they were like no no it's that and I'm like okay when did that happen it probably it's, it's pro- they've probably always been that it's I just how it's so, pronounced
3: there I felt so blindsided we l- l- how often had did we mispronounce um Kotalik's name Catalic. All the time, right? So like it's the same thing. Only we just do
1: it a whole country. Satan instead of Satan, right? So <laughs> just you know all of them. But like that guy has got moxie. There, are, there. Are, he's he's like we we just talked about Victor Olsen right. in the last segment and how good he is and his weird stat line of twenty three goals and six assists. Yuri Kulich is him, but better. Yes, he is him, but not a seventh round pick. He is a first round pick.
3: Yeah, there are the, the fact that they can get all these guys. And they find them, and they're in the system. Like we have great things to say about Paterka, great things to say about um, Quinn, great things to say about uh, the Coolidge, and just they're they do that. Mm-hmm. So I don't worry about giving them up because I know that they can get them again. It might not be that exact guy, yeah, but like, but I I trust their process. Can now the, the Sabers
1: find mid round talent? Yeah, I think so. Well, that's I mean that's the thing too. JJ Paterka was a second round pick, right? So like they're starting to pull that together, and even then, like they're also trading for really good talent. Mm-hmm. Devin Levi. Who maybe is their best overall prospect, being a goaltender at Northeastern? Yeah, he looks like a dude that is going to come in and his number was just put in the rafters. Ryan Miller, yes, plays I think two years at Michigan State, has an incredible college career. A big long lead time to to develop into the goalie he was. Yeah, comes in and by year two he is he is he is the guy. He is on fire. He Mm -hmm. is on his way.
3: And it it had a rough first year. It was not an easy year for Ryan Miller. Yep, and found, found a way through it and found a way to develop and found a way to be. All time sabers great. I think now we're also looking at like UPL has mm-hmm. his,
1: has his moments of, dude. What are you doing? What was that garbage?
3: And the kind of support these players get now in terms oh, of development. From we talk about mental, but health not as even the just bills, not but... even just Granado, but like at, from the idea of developing in sports mm-hmm. now in the 21st century. Oh, it's
1: totally changed.
3: Totally changed. Way more attention to analytics, way more attention to personal development. Teach Thompson would have never become what he was Right, nutrition. Like, all these things that allow players like these guys to hit their stride Mm -hmm. and to be the player that they can be that other players didn't really have access to simply because people didn't know how to develop the systems as well as they developed
1: them. And, I mean, it's it's constantly changing. It's constantly, in every sport, it's constantly changing. Josh Allen's another player you can look at, too. Exactly. When he was drafted, there was this weird idea that you can't teach accuracy. Right. There's the only thing that's stopping them yet, is... Yet baseball in the 50s was like, no, no, you can <laughs> Right. And like football was like the sport lagging behind. Now they've gotten to a point where it's like, no, it's it's mechanics.
3: Yes. And the, the thing that's stopping players now is opportunity because you just have limited space. Like Kenneth Like Kennestroza has positives to his game. He just can't get on the ice. Yep. So and
1: that... also, we, we don't talk about this because he was not obviously part of the trade. The best thing that happened to Chase Thompson was Jack Eichel being traded. Yeah. And opened up a spot in the center position. Opened the spot. And that's
3: what you need. You need the spot. So yep. where's the spot? It's probably defense. Because mm-hmm. they can lose a guy
1: on defense, and th- whoever well, you get. I think as well, they really only have three guys right. that you're like, that's, 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 that's the your defensive core. Matias Samuelson, Owen Power, and of course, Rasmus Dahlin. Mm-hmm. After that, I mean, Yoki Haru is in that. Clegg is pretty fun. But there's really, like, it, like Labushkin doesn't do enough. He yes. just doesn't do enough. And he's often out of position. Yoki Haru kind of the same thing. Because if you if you move for one of the big names at defense, mm-hmm.
3: you are going to open up a logjam, not just at the fence, but also forward. Because it will probably require you to give up something that's jamming up your forward
1: yeah. process to get that guy. I've been I've been talking with one of our coworkers, Josh Schmidt. He does weekly reviews of Sabres games, and you can find that at our website, wgr550.com. But we've been talking kind of like the potential of the Timo Meyer trade. That's been the rumor mill going on that the Sabers are going to be in for San Jose's 26 year old winger. He's got 28 goals now. He's gonna he's gonna hit 40 this year. Yeah, on San Jose, who's a garbage team. He is phenomenal. And to me, like I'm sitting here and I'm like, I just I don't see how Isaac Rosine or Noah Ausland at one of the first round picks from last year, are on this team. I just, I see them being trade pieces. Yeah, because they are high end first round picks. Or Rosine, I think was a second round pick or late first. Who just... There's a long jam.
3: And what's it going to take? Is it going to take... It's probably going to take a first, a player who was taken in the first, mm-hmm. and probably lower round picks along with it. Yeah. And maybe even another roster dude to get that guy. Singular. Yep. And the Sabres are in a position where they have it and,
1: can not, and will not detract from the roster on
3: the ice currently and, to do and, so. And
1: that's a big point, too. Like, you never want to be that team that, that goes to buy and butchers either their pipeline... Or their current roster to get one singular guy. Right. You don't want to be that team. Vancouver for years did that where like they have no pipeline or they, they butchered their single roster just uh, to get a single guy. They have three first round picks this year? They have no, it's second round picks this year. That's They've, the that's the big okay. that's the big money one. They had three this last year.
3: Okay. So like all like they have all these
1: assets yeah. that you can still make a huge move and mm-hmm. not drown. I think it was always sort of also the impression, though, that these first-round picks, all three of them, would not be on the roster.
3: You're not going to have these assets anymore. like You don't
1: get an opportunity to make a trade like
3: this Mm -hmm. and have the assets and
1: survive that trade all the time. It's just not, not going to happen because you're going to start getting good. And as well, that's the whole point of getting all these prospects. To a certain extent, yes, it's to get them on your team, but it's also now it's an asset that teams will want to trade for. There's always this kind of idea of what would you rather have, the pick or the player? I think there's going to be some teams that are, would much rather have the player, the the actual person. Noah Austin himself is having a very, very good year in juniors. There's a potential where they're just like, okay, like like maybe it's San Jose because we're talking about the Timo Meyer deal. Maybe they're just like, okay, yeah, like that's who we'll take. That's who we want to have. And it's just like that's how you are going to build a consistent winner. Free agency in hockey, especially, is one of those. I guess, like, iffy conversations. Free agency is really where, like, you add like, a small piece here or there. You don't really go out like big fish hunting. Look at Columbus right now. They get the big piece of the entire free agency Johnny Goudreau, Johnny Hockey. It's not Johnny, you know, Goudreau's fault that the entire roster has been injured to hell and yeah. back, and now they're in the Connor Bedard sweepstakes. But guys stay. Teams yeah. resign
3: their guys. I mean, that's if, the whole point. There's, it, and it, like, Outside of baseball, like, the NHL just loves collusion. Like, huge collusion dudes. They love to do it. So they love to restrict movement of players and everything. Like, huge reserve clause energy. Mm -hmm. So the ability to go and get guys when you're not moving assets for it. That doesn't directly yeah. benefit the other team. Like, it just,
1: the league desperately tries to avoid that at all costs. Absolutely, absolutely. By the way, for 2023, the Sabres have a single first-round pick and three second-round picks, and then one in the third. We're going to take a quick call here before we take another timeout. Matt is with us. Matt, how you doing, man? Welcome to Sports Talk Saturday.
4: Hey, what's up, guys? Um, you know, on the on the Timo Meyer front, I mean, I agree he's a great player. The, the issue I have is that you're going to have to trade a boatload of assets, Going like full TMGM uh, Tim Murray uh, back in the day. Oh, good times, good times. Young players for for a veteran, um, and then you're going to have to turn around and pay him ten million dollars a year because it's an RFA. And based on what he's already going to make, regardless at nine million, they're probably going to have to pay ten to keep him. So, well, I, I, mean, mean, I mean, I mean, right, right now, right now for the
1: Sabers, cap space isn't pay. you know, cap space right now for the Sabers is not. You yeah, know, well, a bad topic. They have a ton of cap space. Kyle O'Posso's deal is going to be coming off the books pretty soon. Yeah, Matt, you you did bring right up, though, yeah. That's, yeah.
4: that's going to evaporate really quickly mm-hmm. with how they're going to have to start paying these guys.
1: Now, you did bring up the boatload of prospects or, 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 you know, what you'd have to give up. Do you have, like, an idea, at least in your head, of what the Sabres would have to give up? Because for me, I'm sitting here, I think it's one of, one of if not or both, Noah Ausland and Isaac Rosen, maybe even a guy like, Casey Middlestad, Rasmus Asplund, and then picks. Are you kind of on that idea, too?
4: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. they're going to have to at least give up probably a first-rounder, like a high-end prospect, and then, like, another player, a good player. And, like, I just don't think it's worth it.
1: Now, are you for, are you at a point, a though, that you're going to have to – are you, Matt? I mean, are, are you at a point now where you think maybe don't trade at all, or are you just like not for Timo Meyer specifically? I'm
4: saying don't make a huge trade that's going to have major salary cap implications down the line, because then you have to look at it also. What's Tajh Thompson going to think making seven million, and having, you know, some new guy come in making ten million?
1: That's okay. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I mean, like you know, Matt, thanks for the call. I mean, that's fair. I mean, Tage Thompson's going to go from. I mean, he's basically got a Nathan McKinnon deal, which is it's grossly undervalued of his actual performance. And that's a fair point. Like, it, you know, in the same season, Tage Thompson still on pace for over 100 points. And then Meyer comes in and Meyer's going to be around a 75, 80 point guy. I mean, if he gets 40 goals this year. But that
3: happens every time you sign a long-term contract. Exactly. Because anyway, like, inflation in the someone, league. Someone
1: is always going to get a higher deal. and we It's know, always going to happen. And we know, and I think this is going to be a thing for hockey that they're going to experience in the next five years. Now that they're back with ESPN, now that there's... I mean, their playoff games are on ESPN, and they are easy to find. Like yes. th- th- those numbers are going to go up in terms of viewership. The salary cap's going to explode. Yes, maybe not this year, but in the next two or three years, I think it is going to pop off. Thompson may end up getting a new deal, but also he may just be comfortable with the deal he has. Yes, it's the one he signed. He had 38 goals last year. They still signed him to it. And to be fair, like before the season started, there were people, and rightfully so, that were like, "Are we signing him too early?" Like maybe we like hold back a little bit. And he's going course gonna, then he pops how, off like this.
3: How old is he gonna be when his contract is up? Let's. let's it was seven for seven, right? Yeah. So he's what now? Twenty. I think he's twenty five. He's twenty five now, and he's in his first year of this deal yeah. now.
1: So he's he's gonna be in his mid thirties,
3: right? So he'll have a shot at one more maybe short term big money deal, maybe for two or three years. But he's thinking this is his career deal. Yeah, this is the deal he's got now is what's
1: gonna get him paid. Yeah, I mean, like that's the thing is, like, so I mean, like, you know, to Matt's point, he may like be upset by it, but it also could be one of those things where it's like, yeah, but he just made our our team better. I have terrible news about the kids who are going to come after you because they're going to get ten. Right. Well, that, like, I mean, that's the thing is, like, that
3: is the nature of the league when you sign the long term deal. There's is, a,
1: there's a likelihood you that get outpaced. We already know, Owen Power is going to get a big deal. Darlene is going to get a big deal. And then what if someone like J.J. J. Dylan Cousins is probably going to make more than him. Just because he's 21 years old and on pace for, like, 84 points. Maybe. He's probably going to make more than him. Or maybe the same. Like or it, maybe the same. Or maybe seven,
3: right? Yeah. Because they might get paid in different ways. Who knows? I have no idea how this will work. The Sabres signed early. They signed Samuelson early, signed Tage, age. Like, I Which don't know. both
1: ultimately turned out to be great deals. Ooh, baby. They got Great it. deals. Oh, man. But it's, they're so much fun, and I, just, I don't know. There's there's something about them that I'm just like... I want them to make that move. I want them to get wild and sort of like, like you kind of said, like, we're going to learn a lot about Kevin Adams here because like they're in a position now where they've got, they're in a playoff race and they, and they look like they should be a part of it. We're going to take a quick time out. When we come back, we'll wrap up the hour and coming up at one Bleacher Report contributor Joe Urdan will join the show as we kind of break down a little bit more of what's going on with the Sabres they're on a five game win streak looking to make it six as we head towards the all-star break and what does this playoff race have in store for them we'll do that when we come back this is sports talk Saturday Nick here has the day off I'm Zach Jones along with Corey Griswold and you're listening to WGR
0: all the sports news music news and podcasts you want are all on the free Odyssey app Download it today brought to you by value home centers for the do-it-yourselfer in you Get your hands on some great new WGR apparel at WGR550shop.com. Load up on T-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, and more, including a Howard Pick sweatshirt. Get yours now before they're gone at WGR550shop.com.
1: Welcome back to Sports Talk Saturday here on WGR. Nate Geary has the day off. Zach Jones along with you, along with Corey Griswold. We're talking a little bit of the Sabres. You can join the conversation as well at 803-0550 if you want to talk Bills, Sabres, I got college basketball on in the studio, you know. Really, anything. Coffee as well. We had a nice conversation about That's coffee. Right. We had a very, very nice conversation about coffee. I'm really excited though that more and more people I saw were were here for taste and not performance, which gives me a sliver, but some hope in humanity. They are legalizing more drugs. They, which I think is I, there has to be a correlation there. Yes, hundred uh, percent. But I'm I'm really happy about that. We're going to take another quick timeout when we come back. Bleacher Report contributor and noted jerk Joe Yurden is going to be joining the show to help talk about the Sabers' five-game win streak. They do have a game tonight against the Minnesota Wilds. They finish up their Western road trip. They're in a five-game win streak, and that last time they played Minnesota was a blast of a game. Kirill Kaprizov... Matt Zuccarello, very, very good team. But Minnesota, kind of up and down, could be a very, very big game. And the Sabres are very, very good on the road. We'll do that as we turn the corner to the final hour. This is Sports Talk Saturday, and you're listening to WGR.
0: The only way you can take WGR Sports Radio 550 with you is the free Odyssey app. Download it today and listen to us anytime, anywhere. Brought to you by Value Home Centers for the do it yourselfer or in you